really feel like a celebrity. I didn't expect that. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm Louise. Um, I wanted to start today by talking about the notion of purpose. The real reason we're all here, the real reason we all get up in the morning, to find a sense of fulfillment in our everyday lives. And fulfillment in its finite case comes back to belonging in friendships, in relationships, in our business and professional worlds. We want to feel like we belong. And if we break down belonging, the most crucial part of it comes from community. And when our communities are fueled and rooted in kindness, in respect, in integrity, those relationships in each of those spaces develop faster and stronger than ever before. Bumble is a social network rooted in encouraging women to go after what they want in friendship, in dating, and in business. We were founded back in 2014 with the focus to create a more equal world. Women make the first move. Our values of kindness, respect, accountability, and equality lay at the foundation of everything that we do internally and externally, campaign-wise, internal culture as a company. And we truly believe that it is impossible to develop fruitful connections in life without kindness being at the core. And we're going to play a game because it's early and the sun's shining and I don't know any of you. And I, I thought about this morning, and, and naturally when you get up here, it's a little bit nerve-wracking. And really when I broke it down, it's because I'm not connected to you. I don't know any of you. I don't know what you do, who you are, what you love. And I want to create that space so that I can present a better presentation and you can walk away with something more valuable. So everybody stand up. Sorry, I know. You're probably like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to make you do this. Can you imagine what I'm like as a sister? I want you to sit down, and I really hope this works, otherwise my presentation is fucked. I want you to sit down if you don't believe that relationships are about respect. Please, nobody sit down. I now want you to sit down if you don't expect kindness from your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. And now I want you to sit down if you don't expect your colleagues to be accountable when things go wrong. Things always go wrong. We're fueled with challenges in life, and accountability lies at the forefront of managing that articulately. None of you are sitting down. As digital evolves and technology moves forward, we can humanize the space so it's not as scary as it looks and it feels. All of us want those things, those values, those emotions. And the fact that you're all stood is the proof point to why Bumble works. You can sit down now. Thank you. And that's what I'm going to talk about. Behind every successful woman, and the women in the audience know this very well, is a group of other women hyping them up. We are at a point right now, the zeitgeist, we are manifesting strong women everywhere, and the men are joining forces with us. In 2014, we looked at what was broken in society, and we figured out a way to make it better. And then we built a billion-dollar company around it. And if we can do it with kindness at the core, imagine what every other company can do if they put values at the forefront of the work they do. But what was broken back in 2014? These are some examples. We talk about empowerment, confidence, the strength of the female in the opportunistic world, but what we don't do is recognize that we're just not at that place or point yet. These were the problems. We don't and we didn't live in an equal world. We were becoming lonelier and lonelier. The UK was voted as the number one lonely city in the world. The more connected we get to social media, the more we are retracting and retreating from human connection. 
and we have to find a way to integrate both to make us all happier individuals. So what did we do? We said, we're creating a product here. We're an app. We're a tech, tech product, right? But we don't want to lead with that. We want to lead with our mission as a company. We want to galvanize our audiences and put our mission and values first and our product second. And this is our overarching theme. Be the CEO your parents want you to marry and then join Bumble to find somebody you like. We set up with what we wanted to achieve from a vision point of view. Our goal was to enable that through our product and our innovation. Our plan was to do it in over 150 countries around the world. And our action started back in 2014 and has not slowed down. This is our organizing thought. And I think it's interesting from a brand point of view that this is incredibly straightforward and simple. Make the first move. That lies at the foundation of everything we do. In our product, ladies make the first move. In our campaigns, we create spaces for more women to make the first move. And in our mission and our vision, we want every woman around the world to make the first move. More women making first moves sets a more equal precedent for us all as humanity. So for those who don't know what we are, this is us. One app, three modes, one mission. You can date, you can find friends. And back in 2016, we launched a professional networking element to the app. And this is how we went about launching it. I don't come from a marketing background. I, I came from a communications background. I worked in fashion before Bumble. Then I worked with some interesting celebrities in Los Angeles. And when I joined Bumble, I looked at our strategy and I thought, it doesn't need to be as complicated as we often make it, make it out to be. And this is what we built. Building a value system. Practice that value system. Practice some more. It's not enough to do one campaign that conveys that female body image should be more equal. You have to consistently, through every single channel that you have access to, reaffirm those messages. Talk openly with your community. Just because I work for a brand doesn't mean I shouldn't be meeting hundreds of women on Bumble for Friends. It doesn't mean I shouldn't be networking with all the women on the app. Everyone in our company uses it every day. And we're at the forefront of what our users want so that we can define and push innovation forward. Enable your, enable your community and empower your community. This is about putting our investment and our marketing spend to shift the dial of equality. We are finding spaces and industries where women are underrepresented, and we are tackling that with campaigns that can change. So I'm going to walk you through really briefly each of those steps. The value system. I mentioned this before, but they lie at the core of everything we do. These are our five values. Kindness, respect, equality, accountability, growth. If we don't grow as a business, we cannot help more women. It's an incredibly important one for us internally so that our entire teams remember that we have a duty and we have a mission that we're trying to achieve daily. Practice what you preach. So the challenge of being a, a digital brand is that people can't see you. They can't feel you. We're not you know, in a power range or a, a sneaker where people feel like they can understand the textures and the fabrics. So we have to bring our brand to life in human form. This is something that's incredibly important for any digital brand. Consumers, to what Melanie was talking about earlier, want connection. They want to feel. And if you think about when we're the most stimulated and the most triggered, it's when our senses are, are stimulated. We want to feel something and smell it and, and sense how it feels to evoke emotion. And for us as a brand, it's really important that we do activations like this 
Um, this was actually in Los Angeles where we built Bumble and what it was like to experience it offline to give people an idea of the different experiences that you can have online. Our ambassadors and our advisors and the talent we work with, we do not pay them flat fees to come on board and be involved in a campaign. Serena Williams, she is an advisor. She comes into the office, she works with us. Priyanka Chopra, she is an investor when we launched in India. Sarah and Erin Foster, uh, both of them are working with us on creative campaigns. They come to our global company retreats. Can you imagine what the interns think? They're like, unbelievable. But the point is, is that this is a new way of doing marketing. This is building a family and an infrastructure where we're utilizing the talent and the expertise of these people. We launched a Bumble Fund. How can we as a company and a business and a brand talk about re-equalizing access to opportunity without doing it ourselves? We provide the platforms, the infrastructure, the capital to support young female businesses across a number of various diverse spaces to ensure that our mission stays true every single day. We banned hate speech. So the digital world, especially on apps, is incredibly scary. It's generally unregulated. And you don't want to regulate it to the point where people feel like their data or their freedom of speech has been compromised. So, so we worked with the ADL, which is a hate index company in the States, to identify all of hate speech. And, and what we do is we have moderators, thousands around the world, that are consistently and, and, and constantly highlighting and recognizing where people are being uncouth, unkind, or compromising our values as a company. And they are banned from the app for, forever. These are our push notifications. We talk to our users as they're our friends. We talk to them like you would talk to your girlfriends, or your best friend, or your sisters, or your brothers. We're breaking down the fourth wall of brand to consumer, and we're saying we are one. And I, I really believe this is the future of, of marketing. The benefit of digital is that you can reach people directly through their phones. Our customers and our users turn on push notifications, and we have proven track record that we have changed their moods and feelings daily with these pushes um, and our inspirational social media accounts. Practice some more. Our campaigns are diverse. We take women away from all around the world. We bring them together from different backgrounds. We encourage them to find new meaning and experiences in connectivity. We play on what, we, what we're doing as a brand from a mission point of view in all of our out of home. Glass ceilings make great dance floors. This is one of my favorite, favorite pieces of copy. There doesn't need to be an aggressive sense of feminism in the work that we do. We are sexy, we are cool, and what we're saying is, it makes sense to live in an equal society. The best relationships are, are founded on equal footing. Um, and I think our tone of voice has been really prevalent in, in our success. No more dick pics. Nobody likes a dick pic. I think we can all agree that nobody likes that. Um, why do people keep sending them? No one wants to see it. So what we did is remind people of that. And we could have been a lot more uh, tactful with this out of home, for, for want of a better word. But I think this is really our brand at the forefront. You know, as, as a friend to another one of my friends, I would say this to them. You don't want to see it, don't send it across. Um, and this is something that really got us uh, at the forefront of lots of media because we were very direct and open about the fact that we wouldn't accept it. We have moderators looking for it. We have just started a program with AI built into our app that can monitor and find imagery like this. It is uncouth, it's unsolicited, and more than that, it can actually cause trauma for many women. So this was a big one for us, um, including kissing catfish goodbye. So we're always looking and talking to our users in terms of how to innovate our product. 
massive important piece for us. We cannot define it ourselves. We need to use them and galvanize their feedback in order to tell us how we need to innovate as a brand. Um, this kind of is more prevalent in America, but catfishing is a thing. People have profiles that don't look like them. People show up on dates. They feel incredibly vulnerable and at risk. Safety is number one for us, separate to our values. If we cannot create a safe environment for women, our mission is impossible to achieve. So we inbuilt photo verification and we have moderators, actual people, not computers, sifting through daily thousands of imagery and selfies of people to ensure that who you're talking to is actually who you're talking to. The likelihood of then you meeting them and then, then meeting your expectations is much greater. And so for us as a brand and a business, this made sense not only from a mission point of view, but also we want people to meet and, and find those meaningful connections. Talking openly with your community. This is another kind of ode to what I was talking about before in terms of breaking down the, that fourth wall between uh, consumer and brand. When people don't behave well on Bumble, it's not good enough for us to just say, you sent her a dick pic, you called her fat, we got it, you're banned. We go one step further. This is a letter that we wrote to Dylan, uh, who was incredibly rude to one of our users. Um, and I think what this showed is really what we are as a brand and as a company and who we are as a senior exec team as leaders and, and women. If somebody said that to one of my girlfriends, I would stand up for them and say exactly this back to them. So that's what we did. And we wrote him a letter and we published it. We also wrote one to Connor, because Connor also did that. And what we're doing here is we're saying, we will call you out if you behave like this on the app. Our, our value of accountability doesn't just stand for me doing my job properly. It doesn't just stand for expectations on the app. It stands for us holding these people accountable so that the rest of the ecosystem can feel safe and protected. Needless to say, Connor apologized very quickly after this. Um, this is our social media account. I can't take any credit for this. This is run by a woman called Tareen in, in our Austin HQ. But I really believe that this is a real good snapshot of how we talk to our customer and our users. Um, and I think language is incredibly important when you're building a brand so that people feel that you're on their page. They feel like you understand them and they want to be part of what you're talking about. They check in with you daily and you become so much more than what your product and service offers. You get involved in the mission from an emotional point of view. And I, I really believe that this was our tone of voice um, was a real kind of uh, focus for us at the beginning that got us to initial success. And then my favorite part. So I run a lot of our global campaigns. Um, and what's so fun about my job is that I get budget to make a difference, but it also has to make sense for our business. So this is something that we launched two years ago called the Female Film Force. Not one woman was nominated last year at the Oscars for Best Director. If women are not directing, producing, or writing our films, the narrative on the other end of the camera is through a male narrative. How are our young generations of women supposed to look up and relate and resonate with that kind of content? It should be equal and it should be beneficial for everyone when it is. So what we did is we, we launched something called the Female Film Force, which was where we put a campaign budget into creating five films, uh, fully funded by us, short films, they had 20,000 pounds each, to create films that were rooted in equality. We found women from all around the UK, uh, we mentored them for a year, we brought in various different infrastructures and um, financial support to, to really help them understand the nuances of budgeting for a film as, as well as the creative part. Um, and it went crazy, it went viral. Uh, we had the most amount of coverage we've had for any other campaign because 
everyone was applying through Bumble Biz, our networking app. And as they were doing that, they were galvanizing crews and assistants and stylists all through the app. So what we had done is we'd used our mission to drive people into app, and then its actual service and the way that it's populated to fuel and empower them to go after and create the stories that we all need to see. And then we did it in art. Berlin um, is an interesting community in terms of how creative they are. And previously what we've done is we've said, this is what empowerment is. And Berliners don't want to hear that. They are progressive, they are innovative. And so what we said instead was, you tell us what empowerment means to you. We want you to design through your creative art abilities an image that represents empowerment in the city. And then what we're gonna do, we're gonna pay for it to go up all around the city on walls. And this is, this is one of the winning women. Um, and so much of my job that's so valuable is, is when I see the reaction of these young women, this, this girl was uh, in her early 20s, and I don't think she stopped crying for about four hours after we told her that she'd won. Um, but it's a great example of how we're really changing people's lives. And then we did it in music in Amsterdam, um, and our winner just performed at Ultra um, on Martin Garrix's stage last month in Miami. Empower your community. And this is the final, the final bit, really. Um, once you've enabled your community and you've introduced them and they're on side and you feel like they're part of your ecosystem, then you have to set them free to tell your story on their own. Find Them on Bumble was a campaign we did last year in New York. We are doing it in Berlin, in September, in Sydney, and in London. And this is about celebrating and heroing all of our users because all of them that are active in the app reflect and represent the values that I talked about earlier. That is a collective of incredibly powerful and inspiring people that are using the app every day. So what better way to drive more users in than showcase the value of the current users that are there? And these are just some examples. And then finally, but definitely not final, our customer service team, arguably the strongest part and the backbone of our entire business, often neglected by businesses, Every single tweet we get at Bumble, they respond. Every single success story that comes through, we send them a hamper and a congratulations. We paid for a pop-up engagement in Times Square for a guy that said he couldn't afford it. This is our customer service team, and what I've realized since working at the company is how important it is to put them first. They are the most important part of your company. They are the people that are going to listen to the users, and it's that intel that will help you innovate your product, both online and offline. And so I feel incredibly passionate that progress is in motion and change is coming, but I really wanted to highlight throughout everything that we do and what I've just spoken about, that kindness is the red thread. Everything that we do is about patience, understanding, empathy, and focusing our strategy on ways to rectify when people feel the opposite of that. And it's working. We have over 55 million users now. We've had over 15,000 marriages. We've hired people through Bumble Biz. This is just the beginning for us. But what is so fascinating is that when we started, we were laughed out of rooms. People looked at us and said, these are a bunch of late 20s, early 30s women. There's no way that this will work. But we had a vision and we were passionate, and we were kind, and we knew that it would work. And so I guess what I wanted to get across today was that when anyone tells you that it's not possible, as long as your vision stays clear, your passion 
stays finite. There is nothing stopping you. And the best part of it all is that, and it, it's funny because my parents said, don't say this at the end of the speech, but I'm going to say it. I don't have a doctorate. I'm not classified as an academic. I wouldn't call myself that. And I definitely don't and, and will never have a PhD. But what I do have and what all of you have is a moral compass telling you instinctively, right or wrong, emotionally, how to treat people. And if we can create a billion dollar company out of dialing into that, so can you. Thank you.